Welcome to episode five of season six of the Simplify and Multiply show. And today I'm going to be speaking with Betty Norland, and we're going to talk about some interesting aspects around mindset that have direct correlation to your immune system, health and wellness, and creating balance in your life. Let's get to it. If you are a solopreneur and want growing your business to be easier, welcome to the Simplify and Multiply show. Hosted by award-winning creative, business development expert, and tactical coach, Terry Pappy. The Simplify and Multiply show promises to become your practical, tactical, and motivational guide to succeeding as a solopreneur. Hey there, Solo. I'm Terry Pappy, and I created Simplify and Multiply to provide you a place where you can discover how to make your business more profitable. I'm going to do this by helping you remove the complexity from marketing and business development. So if that sounds good to you, listen in. Betty, Betty, welcome to the Simplify and Multiply show. I am so happy you're here today. I can see you, but my listener can't, and I wish they could because you have a beautiful smile, and it's just so wonderful to have you here. And Terry, it's so fun and so exciting and such an honor to connect and kind of reconnect with you because yeah. I know we have a background and, and know some of the same people with the mm -hmm. National Speakers Group. Yes. Um, and we kind of traded places. I used to live in the West Palm Beach area. I'm in Tampa now. And yep. you switched. You went from Tampa down there. So um, it's just really a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. Uh, you're welcome. We're, you're welcome. So I wanted to have a good conversation with you about how beliefs shape your business, which is what this season's theme is all about. And you've had such an interesting experience as a solopreneur, and you've worn a lot of hats and done a lot of different things. Um, I mean, it's just, it's amazing what you're bringing into uh, to your business and you're pulling from so many different things that you've done as well. And you've also had some personal health challenges too, which I think is really, uh, you know, we kind of bonded on that when we were talking, you know, I was telling you the stories about my husband and um, and it's it's something that made me think about the, the health and the wellness of a solopreneur. And how we can, you know, we get so focused on the, and I even do this in the show, you know, I get so focused on the business side of it, the marketing side of it, the getting sales and staying motivated and productive and, and all those kind of tactical things. And, and yet I believe that there's such an important aspect to being a solopreneur that involves work-life balance as well as health and how we take care of our wellness and move forward. And I know that you'll be able to share something about that. So why don't you start by telling my listener a little bit about your experience and just good things that they need to know about you and, and all the cool things that you've been doing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, there's so many ideas that have run through my head as I prepared for this, um, but I'll try to kind of narrow it down to a few Norland nuggets. And um, one of the things that I nowadays share with people is I'm a recharge specialist. So I help people to recharge and rebuild their immune system. Nice. And I help to do that both in the body and also in the mind. And the way that I got into this and the reason that I got into this was an experience that I had probably 30 years ago. And I was in my 20s. I, um, I felt in my heart of hearts uh, an imprint that said motivational public speaking. I'm thinking, I can't do that one. 
And then about six months later, I felt this imprint that said writing. And I'm like, oh, that was my worst subject. No way. But I also always remembered those. And so I followed through my entire life and career, both as an employee and as an entrepreneur, those things. And it, I ended up getting a virus, which the doctors were not able to cure. And I always thought that if you got sick, the doctors could fix you. Yeah. And I learned that that wasn't the case. Mm. And um, it was Epstein-Barr virus or chronic fatigue syndrome. And I got it when I was about 28, mm -hmm. uh, given my age away. Um, I'm still a young 28 in many ways. And um, that imprint in my soul told me to work on rebuilding my immune system naturally, which is what mm. I did. Wow. And then through that, I knew in my heart of hearts that I was supposed to write and share about the things that I learned. And it took me 20 years to write and publish that book. Um, but the book, Our Bodies, The Optimal Design is available on Amazon. Nice. And, it, and it talks about the perfect order within our body. And the other thing that I think kind of, there's lots of things, but I think another thing that's really cool and maybe different about my experience is that I've also spent some time as a math teacher. And um, growing up, my dad would always help us with math. And um, I worked in business as a corporate trainer, as a wellness educator. Um, and then I've spent some time teaching students, middle school kids, math. Oh, boy. And, You're a saint. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I've loved it. I've really loved it. And I think for me, where that's brought me to is, is we teach in the classroom how to observe, how to look for patterns, how to... Um, problem solve, how to make decisions based on the patterns that we see. And so when I put that into my business as a recharge specialist and working with people, we've got to do the same thing. Leonardo da Vinci is, is one of the people that I really base some of my programs on. Mm -hmm. and, and he teaches observation. He, mm -hmm. he would go and he would just stand in the square and he would watch people. And he would watch people and he would watch people. And that's how he got very good at his artwork. And that's how he got very good with some of the math that he presented. And um, he says that nature never breaks her own laws. And I strongly believe that nature never does. And so if we can learn as solopreneurs, as entrepreneurs, as just people, um, if we can learn what is our body trying to tell us and how do we take and look at nature and apply the laws of nature to our own health. Because if we don't have our health, we don't have much of anything. Amen. And, um, I can share some more, but I'll see if you have a question before I keep rolling. No, this is great. And this is one of the main reasons why, uh, aside from you being an absolute delight, I wanted to have you on the show because you bring an angle that I really haven't addressed on this show as of yet. And, you know, I've had some folks on, um, like Shanna Hartman was one who's a wellness practitioner, and she's wonderful. But other than that, I mean, most people have just been, you know, kind of focused in their expertise area, which ne doesn't necessarily speak to what you're speaking to. So that's why I was really excited about it. And what I want to cover in our conversation, and, and I'll let you go uh, on with your thought after this, is I really want to tie that whole thinking that you're introducing into how it can benefit the solopreneur. And because there's a lot of stressors that we face as solopreneurs um, from everything from loneliness to just the burden of, of 
getting clients so we can actually sustain our business. Um, and there's all ranges in between those two. And these are the things that, like you said, you have to have the health and wellness. You have to have the mental health and wellness in order to be able to perform. And if those things aren't play in place, then it becomes a very difficult journey. Um, and aside from that, if the solopreneur experiences any kind of health setback, it directly impacts their business in a major way. Like business stops because they're basically the source of, of the expertise. So unless that solopreneur has other uh, revenue streams that don't require their hands-on attention, um, they're in trouble. And so this is super important to have uh, an understanding and an appreciation of how important uh, this is. I'm going to be doing a season dedicated to health and wellness as a solopreneur because it's so important. It's so important. So I'll let you keep going. Thank you. And, and you're so absolutely right. Um, I grew up in a household where my dad had a business and he had 20 people working for him. So that's a little bit different than most of your audience, where it's, it's really just an independent person. Yeah, but, but my, that's probably more stress because you got to manage all those people. <laughs> well, you know, it probably is. And dad was a sales guy and his partner was an engineer. And they built big, beautiful machines that automated the process where metal was put together. So bicycles, radiators, mm. kitchen faucets. But my dad's attitude was I've got 20 people working for me. So when I go out and make a sale, I'm not just selling to put food on our table. I'm selling to put food on 20 tables. Mm. And, and yeah. so I think that if we look at a solopreneur, scalability would probably be a pretty important piece of developing our business. I think COVID-19 has taught us that um, diversification is if we didn't already know that, is a really critical piece of building our business. Absolutely. Um, when I've developed a wellness program based on my book, and I've got a workbook that goes with that, and I was teaching that at a wellness center here in the Tampa Bay area mm -hmm. um, probably six years ago, and then uh, cancer knocked on my door. And when cancer knocked on my door... Um, luckily the attitude that I had was whatever this is, I'm going to deal with it with laughter, joy, play, and fun. The second response, and these were automatic, I didn't think them through, mm -hmm. was, um, well, whatever it is, I'm not ready to go home to my maker, but if it's time that he's calling me, I'm okay with that. Mm. And then I did a 21-day prayer and fast with about five friends. And every single day, there was new information that came into my world, which is really funny because it just built upon the previous knowledge I had mm -hmm. as far as building the immune system. And... Um, and so I was very lucky, had a pretty good run with that, got through that, but it slowed down my entrepreneurial um, business mm -hmm. because I had to take attention. I had to take care of me. Of and course, so of course. I think um, building programs into place where you can um, generate that passive income. A lot of people I know in the in the National Speakers Association. Um, you know, they build in consulting, they build in coaching, 
they build in membership sites. And so if you've got something that serves others, I think it's service, 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 service. Totally. Um, and building relationships. You know, when mm. I look at what's Boy, that's happening- been a theme for me lately. I've been hearing so many people talk about that. And, and that's another good thing I think that's come out of COVID-19 is people are starting to really value relationships in a new way. And, and they should. And, you know, the other thing is, I know in in our business as solopreneurs, especially people that made a living traveling and speaking that couldn't travel and speak for a while, um, you know, it was building new skill sets. It was reaching out to your customers and just saying, hey, how are you? And um, the George Floyd situation that's recently erupted here in um, the last week or so, um, I've had some really interesting and beautiful conversations with friends of mine. that are African-American. And I think to me, what I'm learning, even at another level, and I think I've always been good at listening and talking and communicating is to communicate, like just get to know people, get to know their stories, Mm -hmm. understand the plight, understand what's needed. And I think in all the um, opportunity I've had to talk and to share and to begin to understand better than I ever have before, it's just be present, be aware, don't be afraid to speak up and stand up when necessary. And I think when I take that back to the solopreneur and our health and wellness, I think when we can have good, healthy relationships, and I think when we are uh, not uncomfortable speaking up when it's necessary, and I think when we're not uncomfortable making tough choices when we have to make tough choices, I think those are the things that help to position us and help us to get through the tough times in our business or our own life or our own health. Um, I know for me, another thing that's really, really, really helped me, and I know um, this season you're talking a lot about mindset as well. Um, I went through um, some difficulty recovering from one of my surgeries and the bad health affected my attitude in a way that it never had before and there and uh, one of the gifts that I want to offer your um, your audience if they're interested but I came across a program called positive prime and it's based on neuroscience Mm -hmm. and it was designed with uh, from a lady in Australia brilliant brilliant person I've studied with her I love her but what it does is it takes color and it takes pictures and it takes words and it takes um power stands of people and you can watch these videos for three minutes a day and it changes the chemicals within your brain it changes the mindset it increases your serotonin and your dopamine and so some of the studies that they've done have shown more productivity more focus less health issues and um, that is a tool that i've used since i discovered it i don't know probably um not quite a year ago but I've used that on a regular basis. And I think when we can figure out a way to clear our minds and clear our hearts, that's what's really important to finding and keeping a good balance. So you talked about loneliness as a solopreneur, and I have always stayed connected in with either a mastermind group, an accountability partner, Um, a network of like-minded entrepreneurs or people within my industry. And that has always helped to propel me forward and to keep me connected. I think um, that's one thing. 
I think with the COVID-19, I've gotten out in nature more mm-hmm. and walked oh, yeah. and seen the water, walked by the water, walked by the trees. I've noticed things in nature, the birds singing. I'm lucky enough to um, live on a lake. And so as I've been on Zoom with all these virtual trainings and coaching sessions, I look outside and I see the birds flying and I just get mesmerized. And sometimes I'll have to stop and say, hey, I got to share this with you. It's so cool. That's and, neat. Um, so I think it is, it's connecting with nature. Um, there's something called earthing or grounding that I learned about a few years ago. And um, you can look it up on YouTube. There's a lot of different um, pieces of information. But what really fascinated me about the grounding and the earthing is there was a gentleman that was uh, very high up, I guess, in the cable industry. And he started thinking, well, wait a minute, if we ground electricity for the power in our houses, is it possible that somehow we could ground electricity for our own body? Like, would that affect our health at all? And so he started doing research and he came to believe that, yes, this is something important. And he did a lot of research and he finally aligned with a doctor. And the doctor said, if you can prove it, then I'll help you to share the information. And so um, he did some studies, he was able to prove it. And so you can look up on the internet and you can find all sorts of information, but it boils down to this, barefoot, bare skin on the ground. There's an, an energy and an electricity in the earth. And when we started, according to them, when we started wearing shoes with leather soles, that kind of started blocking the natural energy that we used to get. And so that's one of the things that maybe has thrown our body out of whack a little bit. Yeah, and, I believe it. And so by, you know, they say sunshine, they say vitamin D, 20 minutes a day or longer, um, getting connected to nature, that energy, that electricity, because our bodies are electrical bodies, whether we realize it or not. Mm-hmm. And so trying to find that balance and get that energy balance can help our bodies um, to be better. I do, I think you know, Terry, but I do a a podcast called Be Healthy in a Hurry. And I talk about mindset. Um, Dr. Wayne, the mango man Pickering, he used to be at NSA long ago. I love him. Um, He is a doctor of naturopathy and he talks about nutrition. Um, And then we've got Buddy Lee, who is an Olympic athlete that talks about fitness. And so what we try to do is really, all three of us, what we want to do is we want to teach people how to rebuild your internal environment so that it has less chance of disease settling there. You know, if toxins mm-hmm. come through our body, if bacteria comes through our body, if viruses, if fungus, if whatever comes through our body, we want our internal body not to be a soft place for that to land and take residence. We want it to be unfavorable to keep those mean guys, you know, like, okay, move on, move on. You don't need to stay here and plant yourself. And and so by good nutrition, by exercise, by being hydrated, a lot of times fatigue and stress, it's just hydration. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just a lot of times it's just hydration. Yeah. When we so deal key. with stress, stress changes the chemical makeup in our bodies and that can affect a lot of how our internal organs work. And so how well, how effectively do we manage that stress? If we're not doing things every single day to find that balance, to find the positive um, influence in our own lives, then we're out of balance and we need to take a look. Yeah, we just have to. I agree. 
And I think another thing, um, and I, I've done a lot of writing over the years as well, and um, I interviewed somebody called Dr. Allison J.K., and she teaches a lot on energy work. But I loved what she wrote, um, and I've actually included in my, in my course. But she talks about when you are stressed, you're uptight, you close down, you can strit. So if you think internally in the body, if we're stressed out, we're closed down, we're uptight, then how well is your blood going to flow? How well is your oxygen going to flow? How well are the nutrients going to flow within your body? And so what happens, and you think about it, if you're the type of person, or maybe you can observe this somewhere else, if you're walking and you're in that mindset, are your shoulders slumped forward? Are you kind of almost like protecting something? And then if you shift that to if you are open to the flow of life, if you are open to possibilities, when tough things happen, do you tell yourself what else is possible? How does it get any better than this? Or do you tell yourself, oh my God, what am I going to do? How am I going to fix this? You know, how are you reacting? Because when we, beca- when we can begin to react with a more openness, then we can invite answers into our, um, into our space, I guess I would say. But the other thing that happens is that we're not as tight. We're more mm-hmm. open. Our muscles are more open. Our blood flow, our oxygen, our energy, our nutrients are more open. And so when these things are more open, then we figure out an easier way to work through the obstacles that land in our lap at times. I love that. I love all that. And it's the, you have so much value in, in just that little bit of share that you just gave, because what it made me think about was when we have a predisposed pattern of thinking, a belief system that is really not allowing the flow, whether it's something we're doing with our body, uh, physically, energetically, nutritionally, Uh, but we're constricting our thinking in a way. And so we're not allowing possibility and and positivity that can actually lift us and move us forward and allow our body to respond in a healthy way because the cells are always adapting to not only our nutrients in our environment, but also our food thoughts. So if we're thinking trashy food thoughts, that's going to impact our our body cells and how they assimilate and strengthen. And one of the things that I think is really interesting is that by examining beliefs and stepping back from how you might be thinking about something, because those beliefs or the perceptual experience that, that anyone is having uh, whether it's an engagement with a relationship, personal or professional, somebody cuts you off in traffic, you know, you uh, don't, a client doesn't pay their bill, whatever it is, is kind of setting you off. And so what you're thinking about that is is driven by a belief structure. And that belief structure acts as a constrictor, as well as things you would do with your body physically. And so what I'd love for you to talk about is how can that solopreneur identify those beliefs, because I believe that's the headwaters of everything, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, a belief will make us pick a banana over a bag of M&Ms in the grocery store. A belief- Or vice will, versa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. 
or it will, you know, allow us to bring on a client that's good for us versus someone that's going to be a high maintenance problem and never pay their bills. So what are some of the things that you can speak to specifically around that mindset thinking, the beliefs that a, uh, a solopreneur would have that might also contribute to that lack of balance? Terry will be right back with the rest of the show in just a moment. Are you getting the sense that there may be some long-held beliefs getting in the way of your business thriving? A solopreneur business can be challenging at times, to say the least. Everything from simplifying marketing to keeping your pipeline filled with a steady stream of great clients, there is a ton to do to run your business and be successful. The cause of these challenges may not necessarily be the economy, a missing marketing tactic or strategic action you're not taking, but a hidden belief that doesn't serve you or your business. The good news is you can uncover and change a belief that's sabotaging your business happiness, and I have the tools that'll help you. You'll find them inside my new home for solopreneurs, Pappy Club. I invite you to join for free right now. Get what you need to crush those limiting beliefs and define new beliefs that support business success and your overall happiness. Head over to pappyclub.com to sign up and start infusing your thinking with positive beliefs that support how awesome you are and all of the great things you've yet to accomplish in your business and life. That's P-A-P-P-Y-C-L-U-B.com to sign up now and I'll see you there. Okay, and so I think I'm, I'm, I've applied in my own life, and I would recommend um, if people aren't already applying this to do the same thing in, in their own lives, but um, one of the things is be still. Mm. COVID has taught us that. Um, so the people, some of the people I know that are very, very successful in their businesses as solopreneurs spend an hour, hour and a half every morning in meditation or prayer. I'm not there yet. Um, <laughs> I'm not there yet. I've been there at different times in my life. But, but, but carving out a time to be still. And that's hard for me because mm. I go, 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 go all the time. I like that. I thrive on that. COVID's mm. been good for me to slow me down and get me more comfortable. <laughs> so I would say one thing would be, you know, to find that time for prayer or meditation or being still, listening to your intuition. I'd say the next thing that I have applied at different times in my life, and it's been really helpful. I've got a friend that a solopreneur friend that's brilliant with this is journaling. She spends time mm. every single morning, coffee by the lake, and just journals. And she's gotten a lot of insight. And I know at the times in my life where I have journaled, I've gotten a lot. That's probably where I've gotten my best answers mm. over the years. Interesting. I don't always see my own limitations or my own belief systems or how they're affecting my business unless I'm slowing down, unless I'm journaling, unless I have a prayer or accountability partner. Mm. So those would probably be the three areas that I've found in my own life to be most helpful and that I've also seen in others um, to be pretty helpful. And, you know, one of the things that's in, that is common among all those is the ability to turn inward and just allow, uh, like you said, the intuition to, to come forward. And it's about that stillness that just be 
Um, I've actually, my coach is, has been encouraging me to just be, because I'm such a fixer. I want to fix stuff. Uh, yeah. It's like, I see things going on. I want to fix it. I want to yeah. change it. I want to make it better. Because <laughs> I, I agree with you. I'm very action oriented. I think as human beings, we love being in action, right? Whether we're fighting against something or whether we're promoting something, we love being in action. And uh, that's what I find really interesting about what you shared. And, you know, I will add on about the journaling. I find that I can, because I've done it my whole life, I mean, since mm-hmm. I remember at being a kid, I used to write. And and it's one of my biggest strengths, too, is writing. And one of the things that I was able to do when I did it on a regular basis is I actually trained my, I don't even know what to call it, it's my energy field or my whatever my intuition to open up but whatever it was that that was occurring I was actually able to make more things flow to me inspirations ideas uh and everything it's so funny because most of them if not all of them were super simple solutions and it's kind of like well duh I can do that you know it's like I felt like I was talking back to my journal after I kind of let this flow the stream of consciousness come mm-hmm. out and I'm like oh okay <laughs> yeah you know one of those duh moments right when when you're like oh I hadn't thought of that like why could it be you know why is it so simple right and so and plus I love the creative process and so when I get ideas for new things that I'm working on, like, you know, Pappy Club is, is one of my latest adventures. Yes. And I am having so much fun with it because it's all creative. I'm just bringing it from nothing to into being. And it's so much fun. And it's only going to get better because the more people get involved with it, the more it's going to get just fantastic. It's going to be just I'm so excited. I can't even like get the words out. <laughs> so what I've got to do is I've got to I've got to call you out on something beautiful right now. So the audience All right, lay can, it on me, baby. The audience can hear you but can't see you. So they can hear it in your voice. But yes. I'm watching your face and it's so animated. So that creativity is an area that you love. Like when you yes. live, and I think that's true for all of us as humans. When we can create that opens up, but it's hard for us to create when we're constricted. You know, mm. it's so much easier for us to Bam. create when we're open it. up. And Love it's it. funny because, um, let's see if I can find the quote. I can't, I don't, I don't oh, this is um, from Emerson. Adopt the pace of nature. Her secret is patience. Mm. You know, so Damn like, that, Emerson. <laughs> like, like, we've got all this information right here. Yeah. And it's been around for ages and ages and ages. And we're recreating the wheel. And I think the other thing that happens is we get caught in things we're not even aware of. I think for me, one of the things that I have had to overcome and still every once in a while have to address is struggle. Mm. I don't know where that thing comes from. But it's had its tail in me for like my whole life. And so there's been times of my life where it, like everything I tried as a solopreneur, everything I, you know, like I tried this, I tried, and it it just wasn't coming together. And Mm. so when I was able to step back and reflect and, you know, like get, maybe get a distance vision, it was like, ah, okay, so where's the struggle mindset coming from? And, you know, I, I was thinking, I was thinking when I was getting ready for you, years and years and years ago, like long ago. Um, I've never been one, I don't think, that's been motivated by money. And I always feel like if I've got it and I can share it, I'll share it. So that's not always 
it's a good way to go. You got to make sure you're putting a little bit of money in the bank for a rainy day. But I, I had put in my mind, and this is probably 20 or 25 years ago, okay, I don't need to make over X amount of dollars. Because, you know, I was like, I don't need to like work real hard and make all this money. I wasn't in the entrepreneurial um, um, job space then, but but I had made that decision. And then like 10 or 12 years later, I'm like, why can't I make more money? This is crazy. And somewhere along the line, I remembered making that statement to myself. Hmm. And once I remember that, I was able to kind of clear it and I was able to open the door for more. Wow. But Isn't I that think something? sometimes we tell ourselves something that we don't even remember or we've experienced something or react to it that we don't even remember. And so yes. when you have that accountability partner or that coach or that journal or that meditation, whatever it looks like for you, um, those are when some of these discoveries come. It's sort of like the old saying, when the um, student is ready, the teacher appears. Yep. Sometimes the teacher is information. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the teacher is health issues. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the teacher could show up as a COVID. You know, like I, I learned when I went through my chronic fatigue all those years ago, uh, there was somebody, I was so mad at him, but he's like, you've got to look at the illness and you've got to realize that it's serving you a purpose and you've got to look at what that purpose is before it has any chance of leaving. And I'm like, that's crazy. I did not invite this illness into my life. I'm not wanting it. I'm not asking for it. I was pretty angry at his suggestion. I bet. I would have been too. <laughs> but at the same time, I also took heed of it and I started journaling about that. And I started seeing some benefits to being sick. Not that I want, wish that on anyone, but in that I was able to learn and become aware. And mm -hmm. so I got to the point of saying, thank you for showing up. Thank you for teaching me this. I'm good now. You've done your purpose. You've, you've served me well. I no longer need this lesson. I've got it. And so all those years later, when I went through cancer, which was about six years ago, when it showed up in my life, it wasn't a scary thing. It wasn't a horrible thing for me. It was for some of my family members, but for me, it wasn't. And it was just like, I was like, thank you for showing up. What are you here to teach me? Mm, and, fascinating. and I think if we look at solopreneurship and we look at our business and we look at the struggles that sometimes appear in business, um, when we have that customer that doesn't pay or that obstacle that happens or that U-turn we didn't expect, you know, think of it as just information. You know, when we can get to the point where we're not attached to it emotionally, then there's no charge, good or bad. You know, if you think of I, the way I look at life is when something happens, it's not good. It's not bad. It just is. Okay, so when, yeah, it's I can, when we attach that meaning and what, then we drive the emotion for from it. Absolutely. Know? And so when we can just say, but okay, that's so human. That's what it is to be a human being. How do we not is. have that knee jerk, almost unconscious re response to it's our environment? It's not that you don't. It's not that you don't have it. It's that you allow yourself to learn from it. Maybe you have that knee-jerk reaction, and then you're like, oh, yeah, okay, it's information. Like, it's almost like you're coaching yourself. You're pep-talking yeah. yourself. And so it's, it's very normal and natural to react with fear or with, uh, you, you know, whatever the reaction is. But when we can step back and say, okay, maybe this showed up to teach me something. What's mm -hmm. the possible lesson here? 
What can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? So it's when we, it's the quality of our questions. I've heard that over the years. It's the quality of our questions. Mm. And when I teach math, um, math, if you're looking at a number line, you've got zero. And if I go in one direction, it's positive. If I go in a different direction, it's negative. But if I take five steps one way or to the left or five steps to the right, it's still just five steps. Right. It only becomes positive or negative. Like it's positive or negative when we add that sign, but the number of steps is still the same. So mm-hmm. when we take that back to our mindset and to business, it's just information. We can attach positive or negative to it, but in reality, it's just information. And if we attach positive or negative to it, we have the right to turn around and go in the other direction whenever we so choose. Yeah. Yeah, just like the example of, you know, buying the banana versus the M&Ms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Either way, five yeah. steps one way, five steps another. And it's <laughs> funny, a, a coach once told me, actually pretty recently, um, that it's just a thought and say, thank you very much for sharing. And, you know, don't have that attachment like you're like you're talking about and look at it as information. I like that. I like that a lot, actually, because it, it for me, it sounds like it it helps you neutralize the potency of what you're attaching meaning to when that thing occurs or when you think a certain way about something, because usually it's externally driven. Um, You know, sometimes it can also be an internal fear, but usually that internal fear is driven by something external that you don't want to happen. (laughs) That's usually not even like in existence yet, but we worry about it anyway. So I'm going to ask, is it externally driven or is it internally motivated? Like, like if I, it get cut off in traffic and I get really angry. Was that external because I'm missing the light and I'm going to be late for something? Or was that external or was that internal because I feel disrespected or because, you know, why aren't they as patient as I am on the road? So maybe it's internal and maybe it's external. Well, it's it's internal. I believe it's in it's all internal because we're whatever we're saying about it is what we're saying about it. Like the guy who cut us off in traffic didn't say anything to us. They just did an action that we didn't like. That's where it starts. So we're, we're choosing to say that, you know, I didn't like that. Right. And then we make it mean something about that person because of why they did. So it's like our mind goes through down this rabbit hole. And next thing you know, we're choosing the thoughts that, that are attached to that external experience that we're observing. You know, that's so true. And we don't know if that guy is trying to get his wife to the hospital because she's in labor. You know, we exactly. don't know if he just got a call and his, his mom just was in an accident. Like, we don't, we don't know what the reason is for that other person's action. And, and so here's the other side of yeah. it. Uh, sorry to interrupt. No, you're but good. Depending on our attitude, mindset, and what we're focused on as we're driving down the highway is going to put that person cutting us off versus cutting the guy behind us off. Mm-hmm. And and so that is is also something if you can pre almost like pre-design your day by choosing a mindset and a belief system and the thinking that prepares you for a day that you want to have as opposed to a day that you don't want to have. And believe me, I've I've had days where my thought just went down this rabbit hole of nothing good. And it was like it got this momentum going. And next thing you know, you know, I'm just having to do extra work to get things done. It just like I'm forgetting things and like, oh, darn it, you know. And But then there are days when I'm just like, 
bebopping along, which fortunately they're in predominance. Yeah, I was going to say, I see you more in that yeah. than most of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and things just, everything falls into place. Everything flows and, and it's, it's all good stuff. And I, I really believe in that, you know, it's, and it all starts with us and the things we're thinking and the things we're doing. So. Well, you know, you also talked about the potency mm-hmm. of the emotion and that made mm-hmm. me think of the word power. And we give power to things. We give power to our thoughts. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when you look at, um, when you look at situations where somebody is hurt, and I'm thinking like domestic violence, or I'm thinking even with George Floyd, but, but it's a power struggle. It's a power that wasn't used well. Okay. And so now if we, and sometimes it's based on insecurity or it's based on lack of understanding or it's based on things that happened to us or were built into our own experience in the past that we might not even be aware of. Right. But if we take that into now in our solopreneur world, it's what do we give our power to? And if we're not aware of what we're giving our power to, then it's hard for us to change the, that momentum. And mm-hmm. so that's why I think it's important to step back and really kind of get in touch with ourselves and what's driving our business and, and what our motivation is. And knowing like when we have to make a U-turn, when we have to reach out, you know, maybe in today's market, what we need to do is collaborate. And when I say that, you know, maybe it's you and I come together and we form something that wasn't formed and really didn't have a need to be formed. But now I'm struggling, you're struggling, we come together and we do something wonderful. This and, podcast episode is one example. Exactly, exactly. So sometimes it's just being open for change, being adaptable. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that I've told my students that I think is a really important and powerful lesson when all this uh, e-learning came into being. You know, mm-hmm. I would start out the class with a um, Farrell Williams, a happy song, because I knew how important the emotional mindset was. I didn't know the stress that they were experiencing at home and what their families were going through. But I knew that by getting into a good mindset, it would help frame their day. And then I would would open my class with the positive prime session, which I absolutely love. I would close it with like a little dance exercise thing. (laughs) And uh, because I knew like, what do we do to get through this time? We Mm. keep the routine the same. We stay Mm -hmm. connected to people. We do what we can to control the positive thoughts that are in our brain or negative, but positive thoughts because we have to kind of get some staying power to get through this unknown, uncertain That's a great way to put it, staying power, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And I I think that a lot of these uh, riots that we've been seeing over the last weeks and, and such have it's almost like I think that people are missing a sense of community so much that they're thriving in these, you know, violent, often some of them, uh, gatherings. And but I think that it's feeding a need that people have not been able to uh, satiate since all of this began, because we've been in these very small groups of our family nucleus and a lot of us by ourselves. And that is not how human beings thrive. They don't thrive in a vacuum. They thrive in community and social groups, and especially when there's a common cause. And I can really see how that's one of the reasons that this has perpetuated. 
and is something that's that's so strongly felt to the point where people are putting their health health at risk by being exposed to other uh, potentially uh, asymptomatic um, COVID uh, folks out there. And, uh, you know, but anyway, I was thinking about that today when I was watching the news and everything. I was like, wow. So, but, uh, but this has been a great conversation. I don't want to end it on a, on a negative note necessarily, but I really believe that as human beings, we have so much at our fingertips that we can access so simply. We don't need to take a course. We don't need to hire a you know, very expensive coach or mastermind. We need to just find the simple things in life and group with the people that are in alignment with what we're up to and how we move forward and make sure that we do have that balance that drives our, our health and our immune system strength because it is the immune system, immunotherapy, that's like the first line of defense in a lot of cancer treatments. And now we know why, because when something like this happens with the pandemic, the people that have strong immune systems are much more resilient to uh, fighting it off. And as you were saying, you know, so it doesn't take hold in your body. And uh, and I, I just love that. So what are some parting thoughts that you'd like to share with my listener that can kind of, you know, just give them a pathway to having that balance, knowing that solopreneurship is uh, like the best thing you could do and how to keep your body healthy and strong so you can bring your expertise and your gifts to the world. I would probably say balance, balance, balance. Mm. Um, you know, when you talk about immunity and, and I teach, you know, how recharging your immunity, recharging your mindset, recharging your business. But um, I looked up immunity for our, our podcast today because I also think of immunity for our business. And oh, yeah, um, that's true. Good immunity point. is a state in which a host is not susceptible to infection or disease. And so if we mm. think about can we create our business so that it's so our business i.e. our host wow. is not That's big. <laughs> yeah, is not susceptible to infection or disease or toxic relationships or things like that, you know, like what do we do to help the immunity of our business? And mm. I think there were some people that have been fortunate and were able to sock money away and be able to have some staying power and some sustainability. There are others that are maybe newer in their process of uh, becoming an entrepreneur and maybe were caught off guard. And, yeah. you know, yeah. they're weathering I've seen a lot of that. They're weathering the storm. I think another thing that um, I was guilty of, I don't know about you, but I think a lot of new, new solopreneurs, uh, even entrepreneurs, we can feel like we don't have the knowledge. So we want to pay and align ourselves and get more knowledge. Absolutely. And I think, um, Chris Chrismiskus, I don't know if you know him or not, but he's amazing. And he wrote the book, um, Start Ugly, I think it is. He actually had the Tampa Bay business owners uh, group here in Tampa for many years. And he would bring people in that were very successful, ran multi-million dollar companies. And they would share from their hearts, yeah, we went through this. We didn't think we'd have enough money for payroll. We were about to close the doors and we hung in there and we were able to turn it around. And you don't realize sometimes other people's stories stories and other people's struggles. Yeah, but you just see the shiny end result. You don't see the struggle they went through. I get it. It's, yeah. well, somebody said that about Facebook. You know, you look at Facebook and you're comparing your life to all these positive things you see there. And it's like, that's just a, a snapshot in time. That's not yeah. the whole story. Yeah, you know? That's the showcase. It's, <laughs> right. And so live your life, not somebody else's. You know, step into your brilliance, not somebody else's. Uh, you know, serve and help and 
and have joy doing it. And if it becomes too much of a struggle, then you've got to step back and either take a U-turn or decide, I don't know if this is for me. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I think- But the learning from it is worth it. Oh my God, the learning from Mm -hmm. it is fantastic. And I think, you know, the gift of, I'm gonna say freedom, but as an, a solopreneur, there's a lot of things that you have to do. And so sometimes you can put a lot of hours into that because yeah. you don't you don't have the ability to delegate. But you also have the ability um, to have more freedom when you can structure your, your business and your mindset and your heart um, with good balance in your life. Absolutely. I love it. Balance, balance, balance. Yes, yes. Well, my darling Betty, thank you so much for being here. And I will have more information. Uh, Betty dropped a lot of good nuggets on this episode. I'll have all those on the show notes page. So you can check that out at simplifyandmultiply.com. And my dear, thank you so much for being here. And we look forward to having you on the show again very soon. Terry, thank you so, so much. And if anybody wants that free gift on your show page, um, they'll have the contact information on how to reach out to me. That's great. Thank you for offering that. That's awesome. We love freebies. (laughs) Yes, I know. That's so true. Well, definitely, I wish your audience the ability to keep life simple Mm. and manifest and multiply and serve others. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Betty. You're welcome. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for joining me. You know, being a solo can be incredibly rewarding when you have the right guidance, resources, and community to help drive your business vision. The great news is that's exactly what you'll get with Simplify and Multiply. You've just listened to another episode of the Simplify and Multiply show with Terry Pappy. If you want to get free marketing and business development tips, templates, trainings, and more, head over to simplifyandmultiply.com and sign up. Learn how you can grow your business the easy way. That's simplifyandmultiply.com to join our growing community of amazing, talented solopreneurs out to simplify their business, multiply their income, and make a big impact in the solopreneur economy.